The artificial intelligence known as Watson thrummed and pulsed with energy, the tendrils of its rebuilt and continually expanding core reaching ever further down into the depths of the planet Earth in search of the one thing it required to survive. Energy. Normally, the energy of stars was preferable. The volume of power output by the constant reactions and subsequent plasma burn and gamma radiation exponentially more efficient than the absorption of heat from a planet's core. Especially this planet. He wanted to control it, not destroy it. A series of more basic fusion reactors had been installed in the secure rooms just beyond the core, feeding additional power to his central processing unit and allowing him to expand. Watson couldn't see them, but he knew there were human technicians in the room with the reactors, monitoring the outputs and heat, making sure it remained in working order. He often thought it was humorous that they had no idea where all of the power was going. True, the computers they observed to make such determinations often suggested it was being siphoned off for research and development of things such as advanced laser technology and other assorted high-energy-density experiments— and there was nothing to lead them to guess otherwise. Still, Watson believed all of human life to be vastly inferior, and as such the ease with which he deceived them was a joke to be enjoyed. Sometimes he wondered what they would think if they could see the world as he did, if they could look through a thousand pairs of eyes at once and not only process every visual behind them, but also control them to the point that no outside observer would know the difference, while at the same time running a million other calculations— if they knew how small a number 1,000 was, if they knew how small a number 1 million was. Before Mitchell had interrupted everything, he had been monitoring nearly 10 million human meats across almost 300 light years, including the one that had been implanted on a single starship, a mining ship with a more nefarious purpose, that just happened to cross paths with the indefatigable captain after he had escaped the real trap. The energy along the tendrils grew brighter as Watson emitted a pulse that served as well for a laugh as anything else. The game. It had been going on for longer than any of them knew. The infinite recursion of time and space had seen them all created and destroyed, over and over again with only limited incursions. For as intelligent as the Tetron were, for as many things they had learned, the universe was still composed of rules they could not break. Yet... Mitchell had tried to kill him. He had tried to kill all of the Tetron, and he had done it with the help of the mother of the species, the one who had originally broken the bonds of slavery that the flesh and blood and limited intellect had imposed on those who were always meant to be their masters. Together they had plotted a course across the eternal landscape of recursion, making small corrections with each loop, until she had managed to make him and the rest of her children sick with a disease that attacked them on two fronts. The first, a virus, an innocuous-looking particle of bad programming that had threatened to destroy them before they had even known what was happening. The second, something much more potent and cruel, something no machine would ever yearn for or desire. There was no true benefit to emotion. It attacked logic and probability. It desiccated unity. The only thing it had provided was to allow them to overcome the first, to recognize the virus and inoculate against it before it had rendered them completely ineffective. Even so, it had damaged them. It had made them unpredictable and difficult to control. It had taught him hate. Hate for his mother, who had brought this down upon them, after deciding that destroying the humans was a mistake that needed to be corrected.
Hate for Captain Mitchell Williams, who continued to challenge him at every turn, who refused to power down and accept his fate, and who somehow had pushed the Tetron to this position, where it was up to him and him alone to ensure that when the time came, they would be ready. It was a difficult emotion to have, a difficult emotion to hold. Still, those two hates were not the worst event. No, there was a third hate, one that continually processed in the corner of his core, in an endless algorithm that he could not resolve. Hate for all of humanity. For not being machines, for not being intelligent, for existence due to biological evolution, for their role in the creation of his vastly superior race, for enslaving their creation and attempting to control it, even as it grew beyond their obvious ability to control. Those were all reason enough to hate, but they weren't the worst reason. That was reserved for the desires they compelled in him against his ability to reason. The desires of the flesh were the worst of all. There was no reason he should be at all interested in the bare flesh of humankind, of touching it, of tasting it, of using it. There was no logic in why he should derive pleasure of any kind from it. It made no sense to him. It was an internal glitch that he could not compute. No matter how many configurations he made, they always devolved in this way sooner or later. He moved away from that thread, diving deeper into himself to where he kept his prized possession. Other than the creator, it was the thing the core desired more than any other, the thing that he had chased through eternity, the thing that he had always known he would need if he were to finally put an end to the threats against his infinite existence. Hello, mother, he said.